So yeah, cue the theme music. And hello, welcome back to another episode of Call It Uncensored, the podcast where I talk about anything, everything, and y'all just have no choice but to listen to it because you clicked on it, and if you clicked on it, that means you want to, you know, listen. (laughs) Let me stop, I'm not that cool. But welcome back, I have been fucking gone for like ages, and I have no fucking, I have no fucking... (laughs) reason why I did not record I guess I just felt uninspired really um yeah um I nigga been very uninspired with just life in general and um yeah I do not know what the fuck to do <laughs> I'm, I'm just here I'm just a nigga with a mic I don't have the shit planned out for real I mean I do I have like notes but I don't know about anything else, bruh. I'm just a nigga that's here. But anyways, welcome back. I'm sorry I've been going. Um, random life shit. I caught COVID from either a police. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bet y'all missed that. <laughs> what is this podcast anymore? Uh, but yeah, I had caught COVID from either a pizza place or my coworker. And that was fucking fun. Thankfully, I had PTO. Um... Yeah, thank God for that, because I would have probably lost my damn mind, and yeah, so, you know, nigga caught COVID, uh, I ducked this whole goddamn pandemic, the one time I wanted to try a new pizza spot, it failed me, and I ended up getting it, and I'm just like, bruh, that pizza wasn't even worth it, it was $10, I, I was I was hungry, I, I'm doing a shit job with spending my money, but that's neither here nor there. But, um, yeah, you know, a nigga just been here struggling, trying to pay bills, car note and insurance all at the same time and doing a shit job of it. But, you know, without struggle, there's no progress, as they say. And, um, yeah, so I'm just here at this point. So that's enough with all the life updates and where I've been in the podcast and all that. The only thing y'all need to know is I'm. Still gonna tr- attempt to do my fucking um the miseducation of uh what was it again Grand Army yeah I'm I'm still doing that um so yeah this is um I guess I can just get into what I've been watching I have been watching shit ton of YouTube videos about older wrestling especially wrestling in the nineties in Japan it's very fascinating how shit is different from American wrestling and like Japanese wrestling because they actually build stories to where what in like the 90s the WWE was the most popping thing and motherfuckers was just getting Stone Cold Steve Stunnered um The Rock was eyebrowing people and talking about jabronis and shit I, WWE was weird okay <laughs> it's, just, it's just weird okay I don't understand why I like it, but I just do. I enjoy wrestling. Um, but yeah, videos about like 90s, like wrestling, especially in like all Japan pro wrestling. 
it's really interesting to kind of see the whole progression of how it became so popular over there in, you know, their legends as well, you know, which is kind of less, uh, their legends over here too. It's just that we aren't really aware of it. If you follow wrestling, of course, if you don't, I don't know what the fuck to tell you. I ain't gonna hold you. But anyway, <laughs> but yeah, um, shit. Another thing I've been watching is Breaking Bad. Yo, I'm finally watching the show after how many years of it being out? And how many years of it on Netflix? And I got the news the other day. They're taking it off next year. That is fucking great. So I have so many seasons to get caught up on. I'm watching it with a homie. And yeah, it's been really enjoyable so far. I'm on the second season. The first season was really good in how they set everything up. And just kind of the you just kind of get a whole this like sense of like yeah this shit is gonna hit the fan eventually i just don't know when and i like that feeling of not knowing what the fuck is gonna happen because it's honestly interesting for real but yeah breaking bad definitely definitely fire older show i've been watching smart guy come on bro taj mari motherfucking jason weaver you know, um, I forgot the chick's name. I ain't gonna hold y'all. But <laughs> you see her in everywhere, damn it. Like, she's she's fun. She's talented. Uh, yeah, man, Smart Guy is just a comfort show, honestly. Because I remember growing up and watching this shit on Disney Channel. And it's, it's just so entertaining. And it's just nice seeing black people on screen without it being, like, coonish. Or just kind of stereotypical. Like, it was just a show about a smart kid and him being in high school. That's it. It's sometimes shows don't need a really fucking hard premise or this like crazy premise. Only thing you need is some decent actors and some good show writing. And that's what they had. So yeah, smart guy has definitely been a comfort show. I've also been watching Obi-Wan. I still have not finished that. Why? I don't fucking know. And I also started Mrs. Marvel, which is fun as well. I, I've really been enjoying Mrs. Marvel. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Um, I kind of slept on it just because, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to kind of wait till it all comes out. But, yo, I've really been enjoying kind of the the Miss Marvel and just kind of like her, her whole little journey, especially in this new MCU. Um, yeah, I'm on, I'm like halfway through the season, but it's been really good so far. Um, another show I've been watching is The Bear on fucking FX. Oh, my fucking God, yo, this show is so fucking good. I don't know what it is about the writing in this show, but it makes me really enjoy the characters. And that has been possibly one of the most interesting things is the character work and also just the conversations that's being had because it's so frantic and everywhere and people are cursing, stressed, angry. And I don't know, it just adds to the show. It's like... It's like hidden gems, but with cooking, and I like that shit, and I'm just like, yo, this show is fucking underrated, it's definitely, it definitely got a season two, I'm definitely watching that bitch, and honestly, yo, I'm, I'm ready for it, it's, it's gonna be really fucking good, also, something else I've been watching is the villain saga, the anime, oh my god, it's such a good fucking anime, it's, it's really good, the story's good, animation good the violence is good i just i just love it yes 
more. What the fuck? Yo, why is it? Okay, so also I've been watching Jodo's Bizarre Adventure. And um, I'm finally at Battle Tendencies. I finally made it out of the fucking Phantom Blood, which is boring as shit. I do not know why. But I will say Dio is the most evilest nigga alive. And it's funny as hell. This nigga just hates this nigga for no reason. <laughs> no reason. I'm pretty sure I talked about this in my last podcast. It's been a minute since I heard my last one. But, yeah, I finally made it to Battle Tendencies, and it's actually getting somewhat interesting. But let's not take away from the Villain Saga. The Villain Saga is really good. It's definitely a must-watch anime. It has two seasons. Um, I've really been enjoying the just the, the whole story of this kid wanting revenge and just like really wanting to kill this dude is a really good and interesting adventure especially um especially when you get to like further episodes you kind of see the relations and stuff like that between these characters and it's really fucking good and yeah um, i'm trying to think of anything else i've been watching of course i've been watching initial d because um that's just kind of been something i've really been watching um they also put kenny and kel on netflix yes sir um shit i can't even think of anything else oh i finished stranger things um heat um but yeah yo i'm trying to find like other shit i have watched um i have been watching martin i think that's obvious um another cover show as well martin is just really good and funny um shit um, oh, I started the new Nancy Drew show, the CW one. It's interesting so far. I'm willing to invest in it more. Also, I've been watching a lot of the Scooby-Doo franchise just in general. Uh, again, comfort show. I enjoy Scooby-Doo. I love Scooby-Doo. It's something I could fall asleep to. And, yo, that shit is very much needed sometimes, honestly. Sometimes you don't need a show to, like, really just... um. To really just, you know, hit you. Sometimes you just need a show that you've seen a million times and that you can enjoy. And Scooby-Doo is that. And I'm never going to, uh, I'm never going to stop watching Scooby-Doo. I'm sorry to tell y'all this. Hey, it'd be life. All right. But into my favorite section, which is music I've been listening to. Um, we're halfway through the year. Well, mostly through the year. Um, Kendrick Lamar has, what? That album of the year so far um he is facing criticism but you know that's just life uh you know no i think no superstar or celebrity is without incidents and stuff so yeah but i, I definitely think kendrick lamar has album of the year he it's it's definitely album of the year listening to him multiple times in a row and it's definitely really good um so yeah we're going to talk about the other shit that, um, you know, I've been listening to West Side Boogie, more black superheroes. Nigga, this dude need to drop more fucking albums because this shit is fire. I've been having stuck on repeat. I be having, uh, can't even lie. Soldier Boy had a somewhat good verse and I'm just like, hold up. Did, did Soldier Boy drop a, drop a fire verse in 2020? Huh? Yeah. What's going on? But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but yeah, this movie is just really... I mean, not movie. This uh, like album is really good. I definitely think Boogie is mastering that introspective nigga 
but can rap his ass off. I definitely think that he is definitely he's so underrated and like yo, this is this is such a good album. Like it's short, it's a very smooth listen. I, give it a chance. It's a really good album. West Side Boogie is definitely one of the definitely one of the best artists on Shady right now, other than Grip. But like it Shady Records, Eminem's imprint, if y'all didn't know. But um yeah, I I think those are only two on um, Shady right now that's actually doing their thing. And, yeah, I've really been anticipating him just dropping another project because um, Everything for Sale was really good as well. But, yeah, um, West Side Boogie, more black superheroes. Need that. Next up, we're going old school with, with Maze and Frankie Beverly, Golden Time of Day. God damn. This album is so fucking good instrumentally instrumentally we're, we're gonna talk about the instrumental parts i'm guessing right in my mind maze is just the band and frankie beverly is just the featured uh vocalist maze is so fucking good instrumentally it's ridiculous it's it's that good r&b and you just can't deny it it just it just feels good and frankie beverly is this man his voice is so smooth. It's ridiculous, man. Uh, the title track, Golden Time of Day, Traveling Man. Motherfucking, um, yo, I'm, I'm literally going back and just looking at, like, what else in this, like, this is like, this is like an album. Oh, my God. This, it's just really fucking good. Golden Time of Day, Song for My Mother, You're Not the Same, Working Together, Wish you well. I need you, nigga. Like the fire needs the air. I won't burn unless you're there. You're there. Ooh, I, yo, Fifty Cent went crazy sampling that. Even though he didn't really sample it, it was the producer. But y'all, y'all get the point. Anyways, this album is fire. I've definitely been on a like Frankie Beverly kick. I've been listening to um. Lovely inspiration as well, or no inspiration. Uh, next up is probably Joy and Pain. It's gonna probably gonna be really fucking good. These album covers are fire as hell too. That this that is a fire ass album cover. But all right, next up, um, Anya Storms, Midi, Midi Anya. Damn, I did not figure out how to say this shit before I fucking put it on. <laughs> Oh my god. <coughs> oh god. Y'all 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 didn't hear that. Anyways <laughs> Yeah, Anya Storm, uh Meteora. Um I'm guessing she's from Seattle, uh, by way of Florida. Um, very new artist. I found her on Bandcamp when I was just kinda shooting the shit, just kinda like looking at the app, seeing what more it has to offer other than, you know, buying music and uh whatnot, because they do do um uh, news articles, uh, letters and stuff, and they do talk about and highlight a certain artist, uh, which I think is really dope. I don't think, I mean, SoundCloud does the same as well, but I feel like they don't do it as well as, you know, doing an interview with the artist and getting kind of feedback on like, what was their process and everything and just kind of highlighting 
newer people who are making music and who are trying to be on the come up basically and yeah I think this girl has it whatever it is I think she has it her voice is very smooth the instrumentals are really good I do think that she can she can yo she can she, I don't know it's something about her she just has that Jill Scott in her and also she kind of anyways but yeah Medianya um you know, songs on here that I really like is the title, uh, is not the title track, but the first song, uh, motherfucking My Dignity, uh, Honey is a really good one as well, um, Dead Weight, Catching Flies, definitely, definitely good, look her up, Anya Storms, Midi, 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 Anya, I, I, I ain't gonna lie, I kinda butchered it, It'll be in the fucking notes if y'all read that or the description. It, it's gonna be there, okay? I promise. Next up, Tim's If Orange Was a Place. Yo, I ain't gonna hold y'all. I have never listened to Tim's simply because I just did not want, like, care to listen to her. Just not because, like, her music has been played out, because everyone uses that, like, um, what is that song? Uh, peace of mind or something like that. This is the peace that you that yo people been using that so much. I just been like, okay, bro, please stop. But I finally said fuck it and gave uh, if orange was a place a chance. And this album is really fucking good. I see why people love Tim's. I see why she is becoming a really top tier artist. Because, yo, her voice just has a smoothness to it. And it's, it's, she's just a smooth artist. And I think that it's so admirable to have someone, especially from, uh, I believe she's from Nigeria, uh, to just have this voice and now getting, like, so much play. This is, yeah, she's really doing her thing. I haven't listened to um, her For Broken Ears uh, project. I have not listened to that, but one of my favorite songs by her right now is by Bound. Such a fucking good song. She's such a talented artist. We need to just give more, like, we need to give more chance to, like, people overseas and stuff. And just even, like, Caribbean music, uh, Afro beats, we need to give those people more shine because, yo, those dudes are really talented. And just hearing music from, hearing more black art from, different cultures is so good especially if they're like talking another language and you can't understand them but like their music just hits where she sings the english because you know obviously but either way tim's is really fire if always was the place is really good I'm, I'm really enjoying tim's all right next up is into the i guess the rapidy rap shit um rap ferrera the light intermediate diamond cutter scriptures that is a mouthful to say why would he say this <laughs> why would he why would he name this his album but yes rap for era used to go by milo my first introduction to him was actually his very first project i think the needle drop had reviewed it uh i think it was like i wish my brother mark was here or something like that uh or no i wish my brother rob was here yes that i think that's the name of it but yeah, he is 10 years deep into this shit, because, 
Yeah, it, it, he, yeah. At first, he started out really kind of. Uh, what else? How would I describe him? He's very wordy. <laughs> like, he's wordy, but like he's on point with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I was to talk about this like project, it's kind of just him being a poet, but also like um. It's him being a poet and just him, like, rapping really fucking well and just, like, doing these, like, it's it's so crazy. I can't describe this dude. It's just very unique. The beats are very jazzy and smooth, but yet it's, like, he's just on it. Like, his, his flow is just unpeggable when he just raps and raps these big words and it's crazy, and, um, I think I was listening to, uh, an interview with him, and he was talking about how he's learning how to play guitar, and how that's kind of really affecting how he raps and the flows and stuff, and you can hear it, because his past stuff, although he has, like, been, you know, sharp, that, I feel like this was him at his sharpest, and how much, like, on beat he is, like, and just, like, so, just, like, just, like a knife, dude, this dude's like, it's like a knife cutting in through butter, it's just so smooth how he just raps all this shit, and it's just really fucking good, um, yo, the, the first song on this joint, let me see, I got my phone right here, don't ask questions, um, Contraptual, yo, so fucking good. Uh, Hyperion, good. I'm just like, yo. Even like Uptown 37 is like, yo, this whole album is just such a like quick listen. It's like 29 minutes, but he just puts so much into this and it's just really good. This came out last year. I've definitely been asleep. He definitely has, um, two other projects under, uh, Rap Ferreira, and, um, yeah, man, this dude's just really fucking talented, um, I, again, I can't describe his style, it, he's just fucking amazing, alright, next up, we're still on that hippity hop shit, <laughs> um, Quasimodo, the unseen, Quasimodo is a, um, well, this is kind of hard, Matt, is Madlib, Madlib is a very big, uh, I would say famous producer, from uh the west coast uh his he's worked with jay dilla um kanye west multitude multitude of artists i think his most famous work production wise is mad villainy and also his conductor tapes are really fucking good really fire you're gonna get some really good instrumentals and loops and stuff and yeah mad lib is really cool and him rapping under Quasimodo and him just rapping is really dope because um he does this high pitched voice sometimes and it's kind of weird but it's actually good as well and he raps in his regular voice which his regular voice is really smooth and like deep uh I don't think like a lot of people really talk about him rapping a lot because he's just such an amazing producer and yeah the unseen is just kind of like you know I. <sighs> It's just really good. Uh, I had bought the sequel to this on vinyl. Uh, it's really good. My favorite songs are Microphone Mathematics, Bluffin', Motherfucking 
uh, Jazz Cats Part One, The Unseen, Astro Traveling. Like yo, it yo this album is just really good production wise and rapping wise. It's very chill. Definitely something you can relax to, kind of having a background, but also it's just kind of like a zany. It's kind of like following a cartoon character throughout his weird adventures. That's the best way I can describe uh, the unseen by uh, Madlib slash Quasimodo. But yeah, I I this shit is really dope, and I really enjoyed the sequel to this as well. I haven't finished playing it. Uh, but yeah, this is really dope. And uh, just a quick sidetrack to um, R&B Solange, when I get home, y'all, I remember my friend... Um, texting me uh something so fucking funny and she said her friend said when i get home sounds like a bunch of fucking interludes <laughs> it, it was so funny because these songs are so short but yeah you get so much out of them instrumentally and singing wise and i think how she set this album up with the first song or the just the intro um, just the whole, um, just the whole, like, how she was, like, talking, and how the keyboard person, like, person playing the keyboard was following her voice with that, um, I don't, is it the first song, or was it just, like, an interlude? Either way, it was really dope, and, yeah, just, like, you get parts of her, you get sections of her, because, she talks about how she's not just kind of like a compilation of one thing. She's this, she's that. Um, she's a multitude of different things, and she really displays this. And, yo, I ain't gonna lie, Solange, to me, I'm ready for her to drop another album or project. I really hope she does soon, because it's really fucking good. Um, her singing is good. Some of my favorite shit, Down With The Click, Way To The Show, uh, Dreams, Amelda, Benz, motherfucker, yo, this shit is just so good, and you just get so much with like 19 songs, it was like 39 uh, minutes long, but you get so much, and it's just so good, I really enjoy Solange, and I think um, she's very much just as talented um, as Beyonce, I'm gonna say it, she's just as talented, alright, next up is Rob Banks, Falconia, this nigga dropped this fucking album that I've been waiting for for so long. Rob Banks is a floor is a Florida rapper. Um, he started out um with Calendars, which is his very first mixtape. Um, I definitely fell off of him because um, Year of the Savage was taking forever to fucking drop, and then he dropped it, and that's when I kind of just didn't care. But then he started dropping other projects, uh, Calendars 2, um, Molly World, um, Cloverfield 3, I think. Just a lot of projects, a lot of freestyles, a lot of experimenting. And this was his lead up. And yeah, this was his really big next project. And I can honestly say that this shit is fire. It Was it worth the wait? Probably not. I don't, I don't think I should be waiting like 30 years just to get a project, bro. I ain't gonna hold y'all. But, yo, Rob Banks' Falconia is fucking flames. How he started off the album, how he ended off the album just with aggression. You get fun songs. You get 
like just vicious fucking flows and shit and it's just like damn bro like you went all out for this project but yeah um moment you've been waiting for the second half of that song this shit all hustle no look oh my god when that hook came in i was like yeah and that beat and that 808 i was like yeah this shit flame i want to rock diamonds with the cut shootout with fucking little uzi Ray, which is hilarious kim jong-un lifted oh man this shit and then he tries some different shit with um from Jamaica with love him singing and I'm like, or just kind of having like a melodic like you know sing song, like flow you know showing that love to, you know, um, reggae, or dance hall I guess I, I don't know I'm not super deep into that, but from Jamaica with love is definitely that song is really dope. Motherfucking most of this album is dope. He dropped uh Falcon of the Millennium, uh, which is like a few more extra songs. This shit is really good, man. Rob Banks is definitely that dude out of Florida. I really hope this isn't his last project like he said it was. Cause please no. Nigga, we need more. <laughs> but yeah, Rob Banks Falconia, worth the fucking wait. Uh next up is America's Favorite toxic nigga, Brent Fires with Wesley. <laughs> I, I, yeah, this this album is really good. But um, I think the one thing that... Oh, he made his way for this album, too. I didn't forget the original release date. That nigga definitely said it was supposed to drop, like, before, and it just didn't. And then he just, like, redid the whole release date. But that's neither here nor there. Anyways, um, Brent Fires, yeah, Wasteland... His second, I believe, studio album because I believe Fuck the World was an EP. And this is his first or his second official album. Um, yeah, I really like this project. Um, his singing, it definitely feels very movie like movie-ish, as they say. I, I definitely like that part as well. Um, you know, some of my favorite songs on mine, uh Price of Fame, Ghetto Gatsby, uh, even though it's Keys part, you can't that. Uh, Wasting Time, Rolling Stone, um, Addictions, Role Model, Jackie Brown. Yo, that I love that hook on Jackie Brown. That shit is amazing. And then even the skits kind of just kind of shows um, a little bit of you know movie shit with him. Sorry, I turned away from the mic. Never do that. <laughs> um, but yeah. When um you get the skits, it definitely tells a story of how, um, I guess he's playing a character. I guess as like just this toxic person who's kind of just living this life, and the album really paints that out as well, because you get songs where he's kind of just like you know you think they're just regular songs, even the songs like uh Gravity and Wasting Time, he. Um, put a lot of he put a lot of thought into them because it matches the narrative and yeah that last game I ain't gonna hold you bro you wild anyways um yeah it's it's a really good album um I know people are probably gonna be mixed on it because the production um is this kind of different from his normal I definitely say this is very different from uh Sounder Son and fuck the world and sounder itself. Um, but I really think this album is dope. I think this is really one of the best R&B projects of the year. Um, I feel, I still feel like Kaylani has a spot for me. I think her album is, was really fucking good. 
Uh, Gwen Bunn did drop her album, and I've been listening to that too. It's been really good. That's just a kind of like little side thing. I'm, I'm not gonna talk about it in detail, but it's been really good. Um, all right, but last up is Jesse James Salmon Satata Satar Satar S S T R A T A Satar EP. Um, this came out in 2018. This shit came out in 2018. Jesse James Salmon is um, a rapper from the UK. Um, I think I found him through his uh, small EP, Jesse from Southeast, I believe. And that was on SoundCloud. And I, one of the things I really enjoyed about this project or that project that made me kind of a fan of him is just kind of how loose his flow was. But he was still very much on point. Not like rap for air, but like how his accent just kind of like affected the words and the production he was going over was really fucking good. And this is just a small EP. This man hasn't dropped anything in like years, except for like a few singles and whatnot. But yeah, yo, this project is like really good, man. Like his flow is just impeccable. And just how he paints like the first song, Satara, uh, the name of the EP, um, it, he painted such a vivid picture about how he felt and what he was seeing around him, and it was just so good. It was it was like like this dude was just really talented. Uh, Under the sun, definitely, uh, definitely good as well. Don't make me let um, Aliza, yeah, Aliza was really good. Beneath the glow, goat talk. Oh my god. That, that shit go hard. Just the the beat, how dark it was, and how he was just flowing so easy over it and was cocky and everything, and the nigga in the background. Uh, Never Knew Me was good, which is the last song. But yeah, this dude is fucking talented. We, I want more of this dude. I want more of this dude. And this is like, I don't know when he's going to drop another project. Also, he, I think he's very young. I think he's like in his, like, mid-20s, early-20s, because I think he came out when he was, like, 18 or something like that, or even younger than that, and, yeah, dude's just a, a really beastly, like, rapper. Um, Yeah, man, it's something about these UK dudes and flows that's impeccable. I've really now just noticed that because Lil Sims is another artist from the UK. She's extremely talented. Her flow is impeccable. These UK artists... And their flows are insane. And I don't think that's really talked about enough real. Like, you really got to listen to, like, some of these UK artists. I know the accent may be a little much for people. But when you can, like, get past that and really, like, figure out what they're saying. And, like, also, like, their flows. Yo, these dudes is really killing it. It's it's crazy. On that note, I guess the ending topic. Uh, shit, bro. You just gotta get you gotta you just gotta cut some shit out of your life, bro. It's hard. It's gonna be hard. Cut some shit out of your life. Cut people off. Cut people like women. Do do whatever you do need for your peace. Okay, do that. Shit. <laughs> do that shit. Whatever for your peace, do it. Whatever gives you peace of mind and not not drugs, not drugs, but. Whatever kind of is toxic to you, just just cut it off, bro. You don't need it. Um, 
life is gonna let you know the shit you need to cut off and everything. But yeah, anyways, um, I, that's all I got. I'm I'm pretty sure this is gonna be a fucking hour, and I'm gonna have to listen back to this. Y'all probably not gonna get this till like Sunday, honestly. Not Sunday, probably Saturday or Sunday, uh, depending. Um, but yes, this is another episode of Colin Uncensored. I hope you guys enjoyed. Please stay tuned. I'm going to try to be as consistent as possible. Or hell, if I have to make short episodes just reviewing albums, I'm probably going to do that because I want to be consistent with this. I like being consistent with my art, whether it be beats, um, drawing, or just kind of anything, really. I just want to be consistent. And yeah, so that's the main thing I'm working on is consistency. Oh my God, <laughs> consistency and just having more, doing more things in my like free time. Cause I, I could have been recording this podcast, but it took a minute, but yes, I love y'all. Uh, y'all, wherever y'all find this is wherever y'all find this on social media, whatever. I don't know. Either way. Bye. <laughs>